This is Uncovering Sports. This is Uncovering Sports. I'm Cactus Hamilton Baird alongside the King, Brendan Coleman. And holy crap, did you see the end of that Vikings game? I cannot believe what I just saw. That was one of the best games I've ever watched. Ever. I I mean, it was fantastic from top to bottom. It was so much fun. And what a finish. Did not see that coming. No. I had given up hope. <laughs> I, I thought, okay, they're, they, they're going to do the same old Vikings thing where they blow it at the very end. I'm so glad that I was wrong. <laughs> I mean, that was that was one of the most fun things to watch and feel like you were a part of in those moments afterwards. They couldn't have done it better. No way. In fact, they showed that, that montage of the missed field goals, and I thought for sure, maybe he's going to catch it just so they could miss another one. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, they built it up well. Everything was done well in that game. It was. It started strong. The Vikings came out looking good. Really put over the Vikings offense and Case Keenum. Second half is like the opposite story. Drew Brees looking like a Hall of Fame quarterback. Mm -hmm. All up to the very end. Keenum gets the ball back with 25 seconds and you're like, oh God. (laughs) Are we going to have to witness another missed field goal? But no. No way. Case Keenum. He's a legend now. He is. Obviously, the NFL is all in on the Minnesota Vikings. Yes. They would not go off the air with Case Keenum leading (laughs) the chant with an arena full of people and not be all in. We're going to have a home Super Bowl. Are we going to have the first ever home (laughs) Super Bowl? I think we are. I'm just curious where they're going in the future with the Vikings now. I don't want to look too far ahead, but is Case Keenum now the the face of the franchise? I, I mean, he he's immediately a Vikings legend. He is. Now. He goes down forever. So you're right. What happens? Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater is still there and, you know, has been talked about lovingly by Mike Zimmer for the last two years while he's been rehabbing. Yeah. I mean, there's also Sam Bradford. <laughs> He's there. Although I think his knees have already retired on him. (laughs) Just waiting for the rest of him to follow. But then you have Case Keenum. They just built a star in Case Keenum. Yeah, they went all in on Case Keenum. They didn't put all that work in for another team, right? I feel like that would be weird to do. Doesn't make much sense. It doesn't make much sense. Especially with the chant. He's the Vikings guy. Especially if the Vikings are going to win the Super Bowl now. Hang on. (laughs) Maybe I'm getting out of myself. We're a long ways away from that. (laughs) I'm just so excited. (laughs) I understand. Maybe an NFC championship. We'll we'll revisit the the Super Bowl in a couple weeks. All right. All right. I'll pump the brakes. I know they have one major obstacle left in their way. (laughs) Home field advantage or not. Yeah. I like it. I know a guy that likes to overcome odds. <laughs> so good at it. But seriously, that was a game of the year in it my was. mind. Yeah, absolutely. Five stars. Five stars. Easy. Maybe six. Ooh. I yep. don't know. It's possible. It, 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 it had everything for me. It was, it was an instant classic. It was. As yeah. they say. We'll be hearing about this one for years. We are. And I think that is exactly what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Because they clearly wanted to get the Vikings over. And in addition to that... 
they want to give us a reason to keep tuning in. Viewership is down. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen any of the ads they've been running every other commercial break, but when you're watching the playoffs, history happens next, or whatever it is that they say. <laughs> yeah. History happened next! This is what they were building to. History just happened. But this was, I believe, a concerted effort to make good on that promise in the ad that history does happen next. Sure, yeah. And uh, they certainly delivered this weekend. I mean, yeah, it was one of the best games. Yeah, I've and ever. you know what? We were wrong. We thought it was going to be Breeze. I'm, I'm fine admitting we were wrong. Yeah, in yeah. In this case. We were wrong. They changed, they, they, uh, they swerved us. Yeah, they got us good. <laughs> they got us good. Well played. And I'm so glad that they did. I did not think that they would go in on the Vikings or Case Keenum. It just... It doesn't feel like a thing that Goodell would sign off on. You got us this time, Roger. You got us this time, Roger. Shame on us. But you know what? That was not the only crazy thing that happened this weekend. I know. As crazy as it all was, it was not the only thing. It might have been the most crazy, but just hours before that, the Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Steelers. Yeah. And you know what? For about... Three hours, this was game of the year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For a few hours, they held the title. I mean, that was completely unexpected. And I know there's a good reason for that, because I have been told that the finish was changed day of. We were were as right as we could be with the information that we had last week with the Steelers winning. Right. Uh, Because whether it was the History Happens Here moniker or something else, they made a last-minute decision... That the Jags were going over, and they played it pretty close to the vest. Only the people that needed to know knew that that's what was happening. And I think it paid off. It did pay off. I I don't know where they're going with it, but good for them, I guess. That's definitely my biggest fear, is that they were just like, we need something shocking to happen. Let's just have the Jags win. And, they're, and they don't actually have a follow-up plan. Because for weeks now... They've been building up to the Steelers and the Patriots. Yeah, and they didn't even need anything shocking to happen because what followed was already shocking. They, they already had that in their back pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they so they really loaded Sunday up with all of this shocking stuff. Makes you wonder about the Steelers. There must be something going on that we are not aware of. Yeah, and I would like to find out whatever it is. I mean, I've heard something about um, Tomlin having heat backstage. Yep. So maybe that's it. Yeah, Bell's unhappy. I'm not sure if that's real or not, but there's there seems to be a lot of piling up uh, issues for the Steelers. But let's talk about the Jags. Let's talk about the Jags <laughs> because they deserve it. They deserve it. Two weeks in a row they've won playoff games. Two weeks in a row. <laughs> and two weeks in a row we buried them the w- beforehand. <laughs> now they did look a little weak here uh, on defense, I feel like, which is probably... You know, building up to anyone Brady can, can take be torn apart by Brady. Yeah, <laughs> sure, exactly. But Blake Bortles, he's standing out, right? <laughs> I, last week, I said they managed to win a game with a quarterback <laughs> that only threw for eighty-seven yards, and uh, so a different Blake Bortles showed up. Yeah, he's no Case Keenum. That's true. He's no Case Keenum, <laughs> but he looked like he was the standout quarterback for a couple of hours. I mean, he protected the ball well. Sure, threw a touchdown. Threw for 200 yards, right? Rushed for some also. Guy made some big plays with his feet, as they yeah. say. And the way they've built him up, he's it's not realistic that he's going to come out and throw for 400 yards or something. Yeah. Not turning it over is 
a standout performance from Blake Bortles. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's exactly what they needed out of him. But, I mean, he still holds his own along with the rest of the Jags offense against the most ridiculous offense in the NFL, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the defense manages to stay alive long enough to allow the Jags to put up just enough more points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they made enough plays. Right. And, you know, there's been some talk about the finish being kind of messy, kind of sloppy. Yeah, what was with that? I'm going to chalk that up to that last-minute decision to have the Jags win, right? Because they had most of the game plan set on both sides of the ball. And to shift it to the Jags winning, I'm not going to say that the decision was made midway through the game, because I don't think that's the case. I do think it was made before the game started, but very close to kickoff. Yeah, in the playoffs, they don't normally make those changes mid-game. That's pretty risky. Right, exactly. I don't think that they had time to come up with a satisfying finish or one that they they felt good... (laughs) going with yeah. they just wanted the jacks to win and so it said on. they came up with the worst ending ever. <laughs> it was an anticlimactic ending where they just they didn't even try to recover the kick <laughs> they just like they, just they phoned it in <laughs> they made all that hullabaloo about <laughs> oh you know what are they gonna do now and then they just, just kick it off and then the game is over <laughs> they spend all that extra time and draw like because the announcers weren't sure what was exactly going on or what they were gonna do yeah you know they weren't on the no one was on quite the same page the the page they got said jags win but they didn't get the script (laughs) the script wasn't complete yet (laughs) yeah the script wasn't complete when they started it and they wrote it afterwards (laughs) and it was disappointing but hey still a good game still a good game up to up to the very end it was still a good game yeah so much happened on sunday that i kind of forgot that there was actually games on saturday <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to do the, especially with the so shockers good. yeah i was enthralled by the jags and the steelers mm-hmm. good game yeah and i had been looking forward to the saints and the vikings because i thought that was gonna be good i didn't know how good but <laughs> oh, i thought it was gonna be good and i sort of forgot that i even watched games on saturday <laughs> which maybe speaks to the booking of those games sure a little bit not as memorable. In some cases, possibly infamous. In the case of the Falcons and the Eagles, <laughs> because the booking of that game made absolutely no sense. Tell me about it. What is the point of Philadelphia winning that game? Tell me. <laughs> what is the point? Other than that, weeks ago, they had decided that Philadelphia was going to win that game. When Carson Wentz was still quarterbacking Philadelphia, they decided they were going to win that game. Now the Eagles are winning a playoff game without Wentz. This doesn't do anything for anybody. They went over last year's number two team with their number two quarterback, Nick Foles. Right? We don't need to get the Eagles defense over. They're over. Why not just make it a low-scoring game where the Falcons squeak by with a win at the last second if you have to make it close? Mm -hmm. Right? Because this, this doesn't do anything for anybody. This is just stubborn booking because Goodell is hot on the Eagles. If the Eagles can win a playoff game over the Falcons without Wentz, what's that say about Carson Wentz? <laughs> not you know? much. Goodell's not thinking about the implications that this random win for the Eagles says about the players and ultimately the story that he's gonna try to f- forcibly tell next season, I can only imagine. You know? Maybe they're protecting the idea of the number one seed, you know? The Eagles are the number one seed. Sure, yeah. But... 
the Falcons were the number six seed and they were already favored going into that matchup. <laughs> That's true. So, I don't know. I was just really annoyed with how that game turned out. It just felt like they were unwilling to budge. And obviously, I I should give them a little credit for Sunday. That actually makes this more frustrating because they showed that they know how to call an audible. They know how to change things last minute. They had weeks to change this and they didn't. That's true. And yeah. they did not plan on the Jags winning for weeks. That is absolutely <laughs> true. <laughs> so why not do something other than have the Eagles win for no reason? All this does is please their fans for a week. Yeah. And who cares? They're just going to run around punching horses anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> it doesn't do any good. It literally does no good. It does harm. It, it does poor physical horses. harm. That's all I can say about that game. Because it wasn't a very fun game to watch. No, it was not. <laughs> it was just frustrating. And the other game was the Titans and the Patriots. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Which is why we forgot about Saturday. Yeah. Because the Titans and the Patriots was obvious from the get-go. Right. I don't know if you watched any of the pre-show, but no one even talked about the Titans as if they could even win. <laughs> <laughs> it was just talking about what the Patriots are going to do next week against the Steelers. <laughs> and on Saturday, they thought it was going to be the Steelers. Yeah. Boy, were they wrong. <laughs> but it's like... You give Mariota a Cinderella story last week. Right. You know, you put some faith in him. You make him look like a million bucks. Mm -hmm. Only to have him torn down the first time he goes up against Brady. Can you at least make it competitive? <laughs> right. Like, you know, give him a chance. Yeah. Let him get some offense in more than, you know, a part of the first quarter. They scored first. They led the game. They led the game. That's That was what they earned yeah. right there. They did that so that they could say... That there was a lead change and Brady took over <laughs> swiftly and quickly and then did not let up. He's 400 no when he takes the lead in the <laughs> yeah, second Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I thought in that game, at the end of uh, the first half, I think it was, there was some very ugly coaching going on, which I assumed was going to be leading to the reason that they fired Mike Malarkey. But then... Yesterday, there was a bunch of weird stuff, and then they mutually agreed to part ways, and they didn't use that angle at all. So yeah. they set it. I just it frustrates me when they set something up and then just abandon it. Well, we know where their focus was in this game, That's and it was true. not. The Titans. <laughs> it was not. They don't care what the Titan story is. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they need to move on because they've got Brady jerseys to sell. I expect the Titans to be taking a big step back next year. I was excited for them after last week and their future. After this, I don't know. I think they're... Yeah, maybe we got too hopeful yeah. that they were actually going to start standing behind Marcus and the Titans. Mariotto. Yeah, well, as long as the man can't even say his name. <laughs> That's true. I guess we should assume there's no faith there. <laughs> One thing that I know a lot of people thought was weird about that game was that there was some shady stuff going on. I mean, there's a lot of penalties on the Titans. Brady doesn't need help. I know. So why is he getting any from the refs? And there was the really weird clock that was just stuck at one for a really long time to allow the Patriots <laughs> to run an extra play. And the way that I interpret this, my understanding is there's people that love Brady. There's people that love the Patriots. Mm -hmm. There's people that don't. 
The people that he's like, the Patriots as an organization are are controversial. They're loved or hated. You know, the fans are split. You either love them or you hate them. And the league will never admit this, but they know this. You know, they (laughs) they want to believe that Brady is beloved by everybody and that the Patriots are everybody's favorite team. But in the back of their mind, they can't ignore that half of all fans hate them. So why not have the Patriots play the heel to these red-hot Jacksonville Jaguars who are fan favorites after upending the Steelers coming into this game? It doesn't change anything for the Patriots long-term, but what it does is gets everyone behind the Jags for this game. And what happens when the Patriots play the Jags? I think I think we'll see something uh, a little different than what you might expect a Patriots versus Jags game to look like. I would hope so. <laughs> Maybe something similar to what we saw this weekend with the Steelers and the Jags, but with the Jags on the losing end. That right. would be my guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a pretty good guess. So long as they decide to have the Jags look like the versus Steelers Jags and not the versus Bills Jags. You never know. You, you never know. Bortles might drop back down. <laughs> do we think that their defense looks any better, or do they continue to have Brady tear up this you know, vaunted uh, Jacksonville D? Yeah, well, we, we've got an MVP candidate, candidate heading into the Super Bowl. I expect a big performance. Yeah, I that sounds like spot-on analysis to me. <laughs> Brady makes it pretty easy, though. Yeah, absolutely. On the other uh, end, the NFC end, we now know it's going to be the Vikings and the Eagles. And this game makes me nervous. Me too. Because on one hand, they just went all in, seemingly, on the Vikings with the huge win over the Saints, the first, you know, fourth quarter walk-off touchdown in, in playoff history as they appear to be charging towards the first home field Super Bowl in history. Yep. But the Eagles won on Saturday. <laughs> they did. And I got to imagine that's at least on Goodell's mind right now. He might be considering, hey, Patriots-Eagles, that's what we planned on. Let's stick to the plan. This week we saw a big change in one game and uh, sticking to the script of the other. So it's a toss-up. I feel like the payoff for the Vikings win is not just beating Breeze. It needs to be more than that. It has to be that more than that. moment was so big. It has to be more than that. They cannot be. build all that momentum and cut it off after a week. Yeah, I'm going to say it. They need to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. Calling it here. I'm calling it. Well, look, that's not... I mean, you're not... Not not a prediction. (laughs) No. But that's what needs to happen. That is the best thing that could happen. That is the best thing that could happen. I agree. They need to keep this rolling. They They have lightning in a bottle. They need to ride this out. They will be rewarded for it. If Goodell can find it somewhere in his being... To jump off the Eagles bandwagon. Let Case Keenum spread his wings. <laughs> <laughs> if the Eagles win, next week's show is just going to be me ranting for 22 minutes about how dumb of a booking decision that was. <laughs> I'm going to warn you and everybody else right now. That's how it's going to go if they mess it up this badly. Well, I'm waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding my breath. <laughs> No matter what happens next week, we will be here. We will be talking about it. 
I'm hoping we're going to be talking about how the Vikings and the Jaguars are playing in the most unpredictable Super Bowl <laughs> of all time. But it's likely we'll be talking about the Vikings and the Patriots, unless Goodell has his way. But no matter what, we'll be here next Wednesday talking about whatever it is that happened. And in the meantime, if you want to talk to us, remember, Twitter, at Uncovering Sport, no S. This week, we will be covering sailing, at Uncovering Sports on Instagram. You won't have to look far for our Facebook page anymore because it's facebook.com slash Uncovering Sports and, of course, UncoveringSports.com. And if you've been listening to us at UncoveringSports.com, remember, you can find us on iTunes, Google, or whatever podcast service you like to listen to. We're Uncovering Sports. Thanks for listening.